Hello there. Thank you for listening to this audio guide to the Library of Audio Fiction. It's a new initiative we're trying to add a bit of novelty as people wander the ancient halls. You can read along with me as my dulcet tones recite me tiny labels on all the exhibits of dramas, books, stories, actual plays, and a few other things. It's been carefully written and recorded in a naturalistic way to sound like you're having an everyday conversation. Please join me as I walk to this door, open it, and walk through. Pick up a match of tea from the sideboard and enjoy it with me. Ow, ow, damn, that's too hot. I best cool you down by blowing on it. Ah, lovely. In fact, let's just pause the tour here while we drink our tea. Having finished our tea, let's walk on into the exposition gallery. This is where we keep all of these self-referential shows, like this one, which I'm currently holding in my hand, about someone investigating a murder who accidentally becomes a sheriff. Or this one, which I'm holding in my other hand, that follows a couple of cheeky Scots as they get into trouble with the paranormal. Or this one, which I've picked up after putting down the first one, about a filmmaker who tries to work out where someone might have vanished to. Turning it over, it looks like it's got a very interesting cover. Now let's have a wander through the slice of life wing. Here's where we keep all of the most realistic shows that have no fantastical elements and are all perfectly accurate in their presentation. It's one of the smaller sections of the library, but you'll notice it's perfectly cosy. Feel your feet sink into the thick carpet. Admire the great grandfather clock. And take a seat on one of our comfortable leather chairs. And we finally find ourselves here in the trailer annex. It's where we keep all of these short clips of shows that give you a taster of what they might be like. I'll demonstrate the process with these four trailers here. Let's see, what do we got? First, me and AU. When Kate, a cunning plan Cunningham, sparks up an online friendship with a fellow fanfiction writer, it seems like the perfect distraction from a summer stuck in her hometown of Kamloops, BC, not to mention the coming terrors of her final year of university and the real adult future beyond. Seriously. Please don't mention them. After all, Hella Enchanted is funny, smart, and writes canon divergent werewolf fic like no one else. She's everything a fandom could ask for. What if she's everything Kate could ask for too? There's a billboard on the main highway, just before the mountains start. Selkirk, your great escape. Whoever put it up probably wasn't talking about the draft dodgers, or the backcountry pot farmers. Or the hippies out in the woods who act like electricity's black magic. But they're right. When you need to escape, you can't do much better than a place like this. The only thing you gotta worry about in Selkirk is whether the bears got into your garbage again. But who's there? That's what I used to think. Where's the body? Oh, the dumpster. My friend's dead. You need to call an ambulance. What are you doing? Something doesn't smell right. I don't think it's... Uh, hey. Hey. Dude, are you... <gasps> alive.
Selkirk, coming soon. To- no, wait, hey. And it's uh, going to be another hot one in uh, Kamloops today. Back. We're looking at a daytime high of 29 degrees. When Celsius, is that starting? Falling to a low of 12 did, degrees overnight. Did That's you guys see? Because I am going to need to watch that show immediately. Me and Day You, a new story about love and fandom from the Procyon Podcast Network. Find it everywhere you find podcasts on June 11th. Then next, we've got AAU Murders. Virginia Collins' perfect life is disrupted when she falls for a handsome coach who promises to take her son's basketball skills to the next level. But as Virginia falls deeper in love, her family disapproves, and they get entangled in a complex web of love, denial, abduction, and ultimately death. Imagine meeting the man of your dreams in the most unlikely of places, your son's basketball game. After the game, I usually wait around in the gym for the boys and a couple of us parents catch up. Nothing too crazy. But on that night, there's this guy. He's white and he's kind of like hanging back, you know, standing off to the side. My friend nudges me and goes, he's totally checking you out over there. He checks off every box. And when he promises to put you and your kids first, you believe him. I thought, wow, this guy really is genuine. Even your kids like him. To be real, he was just cool. Like, he balled too, and he wasn't much older than me, so we just got each other. But as Virginia would soon find out, not all fairy tales have happy endings. 911, what's your emergency? Two gunshots to the back of the head and multiple wounds across the upper torso of a nude body. And that's when we saw him. Blood was everywhere. There's a man here, he's bleeding and he's unconscious. This is a story about a woman who fell in love and a promising basketball career that was destroyed in the process. And I thought, oh Lord, it's him, it's really him and he's doing it again to this Virginia Collins and she sure as hell sounds a lot like me. I told Patty right then and there on the phone to tell her sister to run. I was like, if she knows what's good for her, she'll get that boy the hell away from her right now. Get him the hell out of y'all's lives. Then there's Majoring in Me. In 2006, Tristan Steele arrives at Hamilton University. And if being a freshman at a school far from home wasn't enough, he's dealing with his newfound sexuality, his recent healthcare, and resurfaced old familiar wounds. Tavion Scott here, and welcome to the Major to Me podcast. It's a scripted drama loosely based on my novel, Major to Me Acceptance. I say loosely based because this is definitely not an audiobook. There are some major differences. During this particular season in life, I just got inspired and felt led to create a project I'm excited about. And rather than going on into great detail about what this is and isn't, I'll let you hear for yourself. I'll just say this in my best Sophia Petrillo voice. Picture it. Virginia, 2006. My guidance counselor back in high school once told me that college was about more than just a degree. It was about discovering who you are and living your truth. One day I'll tell them, hey guys, I'm gay. 
And while I can spell vagina, I actually haven't seen one since 1987. And that was definitely not a sexual experience. She told me that in college, you would build relationships with people that you would call friends for life. Denise, I like you and all, but please hurry up and get your ass over this fence. She even went on some tangent about how you can find the love of your life walking around on campus. Damn, he has the most beautiful chocolate skin I have ever seen. And his teeth, they're perfect. Plus he's tall with a body like Tyson Gay. Oof. What she didn't tell me is that college and adulthood, they're stressful. Police? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I can't go to jail. I can't get kicked out of school before I even officially start. Abortion? You never wanted me? Yeah, smarties don't come in Ziplocs. I'm pretty sure that's X. God, are you punishing me for being gay? And yet, like my grandma once said, pain and joy, they're tied together. So I always try to look at the joys in life. So follow me on my journey. And finally, a show about people isolating themselves from a pandemic and all these struggles of life and death at the COVID house. You hear rumors, whispers about the truth, uh, what's really happening in the midst of a pandemic, the choices and decisions people are making. I had to find out, was the COVID house a conspiracy or was it just normal people living their lives? I embedded myself in the secret estate created in response to COVID, people who wanted to live their lives off the grid, I needed to find out what was really going on. And when I did, I knew I'd never be the same. All right, I'm trying to wrap my head around this. Can you can you tell us your name and what you did? Uh, so my name is Thomas Robinson. I'm the head of security for the, the COVID house. Um, and so right now we have a secure perimeter around our facility um, and it's maintained by uh, video cameras, um, electrical security uh, devices, and also heat sensing devices. Uh, so that way, even at night, we can see if anybody's approaching our area. Uh, if there are any survivors that we see potential to come into our complex, uh, we take samples, blood samples, DNA samples, swabs from the mouth and the nose, and then these people will be isolated for eight hours or until we get the uh, results of that test. And then that determines if we allow them in to our facility or not. Uh, also, um, I have a security staff each day, which goes seven days a week. Uh, and, and, you know, we just pretty much maintain security around the area. How do you get your funding? Uh, we have a benefactor who supplies the funding for almost anything that we need, and uh, which is a blessing. Uh, so we have no worries if we want to implement um, anything for our, our facilities. All right, so what do you think, what do you say to the people who want to shut you down? There's a lot of people out there who think that, um, you know, it's kind of you're taking away resources from, from the average person, that it's not appropriate to, to have all these, they say wealthy people. Is it all wealthy people in the house? Like, uh, no, it's not all wealthy people. We do have a variety of citizens in our area, um, so it's not just the wealthy here. And uh, as far as outsiders trying to shut us down, I'm not worried about that. As long as the benefactor keeps supplying us with the funds, 
we will keep doing what we're doing. Okay, thank you. What if you can get away from it all? All the stress and the anxiety, find a place, a secret place to escape, not just the disease, but the news, the updates, the sadness, the world, to find a place that you could make your own. If you listen and find out what really went on in that house, things will never be the same. that's that. That's the end of this audio guide, so don't forget to return it to the front desk, and please rewind it before you do so. But make sure you use one of the correct pencils to turn the spools. You're looking for the ones with our Twitter account on them, at Audio Drama Debut. Anyway, cheerio!